0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And I'm so excited. My good friend, Omaji and Daria, is back with us today. And we are going to be talking about expanding into what is possible for you in this time of great change with Omaji and the Council of Light. And so this conversation that we're going to have is not just a conversation, right? We're going to be receiving energetic downloads and light activations, Throughout the conversation and throughout the call, so be willing to receive. Okay, so it's up to you to receive it, right? So uh, we're going to be taking live caller questions as well, and we always do processes during um, during these calls. So I'm forward, I'm looking forward to that. It's always a high vibe call. So I would suggest that you have some water handy as well. Okay. And for those of you who don't know Omaji, she serves as a catalyst for expansion, pioneering the birth of new ways of being into this realm. And she lovingly serves to remind you of what you really are beyond the limitations that you are currently perceiving so that you can remember to, so you can remember and embody your oneness with source, your infinite sovereign self and your capacity to choose from infinite possibility. So in collaboration with the Council of Light, your higher self and guides, Omaji holds a safe and sacred space for lifetimes of distortions to lift and transform, including old programs and patterns that are no longer serving you. And that is happening a lot right now. So a lot of us are going through major shifts and transitions and a lot of stuff is coming up. And so what's important is to not get caught up in the story and just you know what see it observe it allow it to go allow it to be lifted out of your field and go so i know i'm going to talk about that as well so i'm so glad that you're back with us omaji it's always so wonderful to have you on the show and we always have these wonderful conversations and i always get so many wonderful ahas when we're having these conversations so thank you thank you thank you so so much for coming back and i, I invite all of you to join me in welcoming omaji energetically, with love, back to our show. So thank you. Welcome back. Thank you.
1: I'm so grateful to be here. And the energies are building, the potentials are building as we join in this way. It's literally a collaboration of light. So it's you at the level of your higher selves, your body, Davis, higher selves, your teams, your guides, my teams, my guides, all of us with the Council of Light, the angels, the masters, literally attuning to the highest potentials. And so as that happens there's always stuff that we can't take with us that bubbles up and so you may experience that on a conscious level or not but the symbolic of the noise interference and all that that's literally what is leaving so if you feel emotion if you feel a wave of energy or if you have noise interference in your own energetic environment, just hold the space for that. Exactly what Alara said, to express, to be, to complete itself because you're literally being elevated and it's you elevating you into the next octave of your expression. Beautiful. And so we're going to bring in some energetic downloads to really support you. And when I say we, I'm referring to the collaboration. It's really you in collaboration with your higher self. And then from that, the master's angels council of light that is fully present, my higher self, working to orchestrate your highest potentials, you discerning at the level of your higher self, what's appropriate for you at this time based on your current level of consciousness, what you're welcoming for you, because this particular precipice that we are in the midst of. And it's it's a micro and a macro. So it's happening globally. It's happening individually. It's happening in this now moment. It's happening over an extended period of time. So it's a both and. It's all-inclusive. It's multidimensional expansion and elevation that's occurring right now. And that's always happening. But right now, it's happening in a very accelerated way, which can be challenging. So We're just really honing in, inviting you at the level of your higher self to hone in on the step you're on. What's most beneficial for you in this now moment, for what you're welcoming for you, for what you're inviting, for what your divine plan that you laid out for yourself for this incarnation is next step, next level for you. And each of us has our own unique expression, our own unique blueprint. So just inviting that discernment to occur in a higher dimension. And as you're willing, you can give your higher self permission to kind of hold that responsibility for you and say, "Mm, figure it out in that higher dimension. And then I'm willing from this level to receive it. So that's where we begin to move into that kind of collaboration with the higher self with multi-dimensions of what we are, where we can expand, grow and evolve in a much more empowered way. we don't feel like we're separate and alone and, and on an island by ourselves and we don't have any resources we begin to connect to the oneness connect to all that is actually available and invite it in invite it in to support you so again as you're willing we're bringing in some energetic downloads some energetic formulas to really help you remember how to do that on an energetic level far beyond the mind there's a part of you that knows how to do this there's a part of you that knows how to function with all facets of what you are and to begin to utilize that to your benefit. So we're just gonna hold the space for that as you begin to welcome really accessing all of your resources again as a multidimensional being. And whatever doesn't allow that for you, are you willing to release and uncreate it? And so what we often do in these sessions is we'll walk through, it's like where the energy wants to flow, we can feel it, we can feel energetically, we know energetically what you as a collective are calling forth for yourselves. And we walk you through the steps, the questions that put you in a position of asking to receive. It's like, oh, that's what I wish to ask for. Yes, it's like a remembering. It's like, oh, yes, I really do wish to access all of my resources. Let me ask for that. Let me remember to ask for that. Let me remember to hold responsibility appropriately, meaning I'm the one to ask. The higher self is the one to actually do the work. I'm not going to do it at a mental level because from this dimension with only access to certain information, I can only do part of the job. My higher self can do the whole job if I let it, if I invite it. So just bring in that remembering of that connection with your higher self, that part of you that knows, that part of you that's on a higher floor, that has a a larger perspective of what's actually available to you. And this is where we can begin to welcome our highest potentials. Because from this dimension, this perspective, We only see part of what's available, we only see the reflection in this dimension of what's happened in the past, or what we've been kind of in the pattern of, or the cycle of, or the learning of, and so we would invite you to first of all acknowledge that. And to retrieve kind of the significance you've placed on just information in this physical dimension. Like, well, that's helpful information because the reflection tells me what step I'm on in this, in this physical journey, but what else is possible? What else do I have access to? So you can begin to bring the reference points for where you kind of, what's available to you, they're saying, what's available to you. Bring those reference points back to your beam of light, your pillar of light that you are, and then allow you to go up the elevator to your higher self in a higher dimension and let it unpack what's actually possible for you and receive it from there, energetically first, as a vibration first. Intellectually, you might not know or understand it what's possible for you, but it's more important that you connect to the vibration of what's possible for you because that's what will activate the possibility here and reflect in this dimension for you as an opportunity or as an invitation, as a conscious awareness, as a remembering in a conscious way. So good, I can feel everybody drinking that in, deep breath in, it's literally reconfiguring your energy where you're referencing what's possible for you. Good, drink that in from the higher dimension instead of this dimension. And it's just simply a choice. It's a choice of, of where we're choosing to reference a possibility. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And something else is always possible, right? So it's not just what we're aware of mentally and cognitively at this level, right? So the, the more information, more guidance, the bigger picture is available to us from our higher self, but you're right, we have to, you know, ask for it, right? And so Karen is asking, why doesn't this happen automatically? Mm. Why, why do we have to reach out first, you know, for example? Why do we have to reach out and connect with our higher self and ask for it? Why doesn't it automatically excellent come? Question.
1: Excellent question. And deep breath in everyone, as we open to receive the answer from a higher perspective. Hmm. I wonder why this doesn't just happen organically, automatically. And the the Council of Light is stepping forward now in a very kind of front row seat way. And they're saying, dear ones, this is your natural state to access from what you are, all that you are, and to be pulsed by the infinite potentials of you, the infinite potentials that are always available. And in that fluidity of your expression in the higher dimensions, this natural state of you, you thrive. You are very familiar in that energy of that much freedom, of that much fluidity, of that much possibility, of that much uncertainty. Deep breath in. Because when nothing is certain, anything is possible. And what has happened is the entrainment into separation consciousness over time to perceive yourself as separate from source has wired your energetic matrix in a way that is not compatible with the divine blueprint of you. It's actually counter to that blueprint where you begin to reference possibility from the external, from the physical reflection, instead of the higher dimensions where that infinite possibility is what you swim in. It's what you are. It's the freedom of you. And the conditioning in separation consciousness and fear has generated mechanisms of consciousness, mechanisms of the mind, if you will, that have conditioned us to fear that infinite state, mm-hmm. that uncertainty of infinite possibility where we can float from one flower to another and smell them all and then dis- discern from that place oh this one from a very unattached place because we know there are infinite numbers of flowers to choose from and from the beliefs in scarcity we contracted as a humanity you contracted as a humanity. We at some point were human as well. It's like this whole paradox, we're all one. Mm -hmm. Contracted to a belief an identification in fear. And because we have in our energetic matrix somewhere agreed to the fear-based systems, the separation-based systems, that becomes our experience where we begin to experience ourselves as separate from source. We begin to experience ourselves as though we're on our own. We are alone. We've been abandoned by God, by source, by our higher self. We're no longer connected. We're disconnected, separate. And so what we serve to support you in is to journey through the choices of perception back to your natural state. So where in the past you may have bought into a belief in separation in an unconscious way, agreeing to literally wired into a grid system or a matrix, um, a program of not enough, of scarcity, of separation. We support you in choosing now to invite your higher self to rewire you into the oneness-based grids. And the short answer to your question, the first kind of short answer when the question was asked, well, well, why are we not experiencing ourselves as, you know, already one with source, basically, already able to reflect our true self here, instead of the separation based craziness. The short answer to that is free will. Because you have free will. Because at some point, point this isn't a blame or a judgment, it's just awareness. At some point, and I say we, including me, we chose to agree that it's possible to be separate from source. And we began to experience ourselves as that. And then from that place, we kept agreeing to the scarcity, the lack. We kept affirming it. And we are so powerful that whatever we choose is to align and agree with is what we're gonna experience ourselves as. So we're just gonna bring in some energetic downloads and formulas to help release you from any victim perspective around this, where you're perceiving yourself as this was done to you or it's being done to you by something outside of you through a manipulation or whatever. What we'd like to support you in is stepping into the empowerment and the remembering that we can perceive this conversation in in infinite ways, but we're gonna show you kind of two extremes. One is, oh, poor me, I'm lost, I'm afraid, I don't know how to get back to what I am. And, you know, this perception that it was done to me somehow, or that I'm a victim. And then the other extreme would be, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful, I'm aware at a conscious level now, what has been happening, why? I am not experiencing myself as I truly know in my heart to be true. And now that I know that I can begin to take the steps in a conscious way to choose in favor of truth, to work with my higher self in an empowered way to rewire my energetic systems, my consciousness back to its original state. I am so grateful. I know that I'm so grateful. I'm conscious of that. It took me lifetimes to get here. And I am so celebrating that I have the tools, the resources now reflecting in my experience to support me in moving into a tangible experience of the truth of what I am and remembering what I truly am. Because a part of me has always known this and I'm so grateful for that part of me that has led me here, that has guided me here, that has always known what is actually my birthright to be, do, and have. And I claim it now, and I invite any downloads, any assistance from my higher self, from my guides, my advisors, the Council of Light, the masters working with me to support me in beginning to reconfigure my energetic fields, my consciousness, back to their original divine blueprint. Because my choice is powerful, and I'm now stepping into the empowerment of what I am as a conscious being of light that can choose what to agree and align with because I have sovereignty. I am not a victim. I am not at the mercy of someone else's choice and I never was. Deep breath in and you can have your own words. These words that we share simply point to the energies, the frequencies that you're being invited to remember. And it's also an energetic stance. It's like how to hold your energy in a receptivity to the possibilities that are available to you from this platform, from this moment that you're in to begin to integrate, to reach for, to activate within yourself that take you step by step into that unfolding of the inviting of you returning to your natural state as you choose it. It can't help them happen without your permission. It's waiting for you to choose it. So that's the other answer to the question. Why can't we just invite it once and then it happens? Because we're continually choosing. As conscious beings, and even as unconscious beings, for most of humanity that's not yet awake to their power of choice, we're always choosing in every moment. We're always choosing what to agree and align with. And what to give power to. And what if we could give power to possibility. To the possibilities of our infinite natural state. And to begin to invite the transmutation, the integration of the fear, the doubt, the resistance to change so we would invite that now to the degree that's appropriate for you to simply through your willingness to allow that to begin to integrate and the integration of these lower vibrations is a part of the evolutionary process it's the inclusion of it, allowing it to be included into oneness, included into wholeness, that allows for the transcendence of the polarities that perpetuate separation consciousness. So in separation consciousness, you have opposites, right, wrong, good, bad, um, victim, tyrant. And as we invite the remembering of what we are in truth, we're simultaneously inviting for unification to occur or we're no longer in resistance to anything. We're no longer in judgment of anything because our natural state is that of non-judgment, compassion, love, embracing. And so this can get confusing because it's it seems like a paradox. Well, how do I be love and not resist or deny hateful things, unkind things? And we're seeing a lot of humanity's shadow being exposed at this time in our own. And it is for a purpose, it is for the integration of the shadow. So we're going to bring in some energetic downloads about that. We could do a whole series on this one teaching. But I'm just asking for kind of the cliff notes for today on what would be most helpful. And they're saying it's really the willingness to reach for what else is possible beyond the right and wrong, beyond the the good and evil. Because it's only possible and it's only a thing, a significant thing in separation consciousness. In unity consciousness, where we have infinite possibility and we're floating through all possibilities that exist in infinite everything, we're going to be attracted to and we're going to be drawn to the higher vibrations. It's just because it's more of a resonance of, of what we are. So it's not that the lower vibrations don't exist in oneness. They do. But we're not drawn to that as a choice. We let it exist, but it's not significant. It's like, oh, yeah, that's possible, but let me go over here. I, want, I would rather experience the joy and the freedom and the love. In separation consciousness, when we do that, we attempt to do that, we attempt to resist the evil for the good or resist the bad for the good. Because we're in resistance to the bad, we're in denial of it. We don't want to see it. We don't want to look at it. We haven't balanced the polarity. And they show it to me like a triangle. There's two ends of the stick of the polarity. And then the transcendence is that top of the triangle. We're actually still choosing separation consciousness. We're still, we haven't yet integrated the resistance, the fear, the judgment, the separation the belief in separation because we think we have to separate from evil to have good Mm -hmm. we think we have to create a strong energetic stance in opposition to something in order to have what we want and that's separation consciousness in oneness we simply know who we are in truth we have infinite possibilities and we choose the possibilities that resonate from the love that we are which will be everything compatible with that love. There really isn't an opposite to that love in oneness. So that's the cliff notes. And we'll bring in again, vis-a-vis your higher selves, the energetic bridges for you to cross into this wisdom, inner wisdom within you, where there's a part of you that knows what we're speaking to, even if it doesn't make sense to the intellect right now. And thank you.
0: Sounds good, thank you. Um, you know, I just wanted to say one of the key points that you made earlier on, Emoji, was around, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like gone now, but it had to do with, you know, all those times that we wanted to be certain, right? And we were fearing the uncertainty, but really the uncertainty was, like you said, the field of infinite possibilities, the certainty was the scarcity and lack and control. So when when we would you know embrace the uncertainty, it is about embracing infinite possibilities. It, it would just it just like it, it, it something switched within me when I when I heard that
1: mm-hmm. because
0: for me you know it's like yeah of course I want to be you know I've always you know I don't like uncertainty. <laughs> I'm kind a of, kind of control freak, right? So I was like I want to control what's happening. I want to control you know my mm-hmm. surroundings and my, and everything but the truth is that in the uncertainty anything is possible and when mm-hmm. you when you're willing to receive that anything is possible and then you get to choose out of that anything what's possible you get to choose what resonates for you it's like it's like your whole your being lights up and opens up mm-hmm. like yes truly something else is possible not what i always thought but even other wonderful things that I hadn't even considered because it was not part of my uncertainty. I was trying to control everything. I was staying fixed in a box instead of, you know, looking outside the box and outside the whole program, right?
1: Yes, because yes, 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 and yes. And one of the things that stepped forward when you were speaking for some people on the call was, it's like this, but when I go into the uncertainty, I feel like I just have to give up and not don't know. try and not do anything. Yeah, And it's from a disempowered perspective. So we're going to, we'd like to address that. Um, So there's a part of our consciousness for some of us that it's like, well, but if I try to embrace the uncertainty, I feel like I'm just surrendering my free will to something outside of me, which is a disempowering perspective.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so what if it doesn't mean that? And we're going to bring in the energetic downloads of of when we speak to embracing the uncertainty, embracing the infinite possibilities, literally the energetic stance that we're speaking to, which is, no, you're not giving your power away. You're actually standing more into your power. So we're going to show you what we mean by that. And a piece of this is, part of the training in the separation consciousness was to try to trust out here, to trust the outer. And that can even be perceived as the universe if you're perceiving the universe is outside of you. So take a moment just to ponder for yourselves, where have I placed my trust Is it outside of me or am I trusting the infinite flow of light from source that flows within me straight from source? And it is me. It's not trusting anything outside of me. So what we'd like to do here is an energetic protocol to help you bring that that trust, the weight of your trust, literally where you're holding your energetic weight, what you're trusting off of the outer, off of everything outside of you, back into your pillar of light that emanates directly from the heart of source. We're going to help the body devas do this too. They emanate from the heart of Gaia. So deep breath in, and you only have to do this if you're willing. It's not required. It's simply a choice. Inviting you at the level of your higher self, your body devas, higher self, and your teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically reference far beyond the mind, letting your higher self do this all your reference points for trust and any reference points for trust that you've given away, any of your power literally that you've given away onto others, onto a dogma, onto a teaching, onto a deity, onto an ex perceived external being or entity or teaching or organization or government. Are you willing to bring all your reference points for trust off of everyone and everything back to your beam of light, back to your pillar of light, referencing the trust of your light. In other words, the infinite intelligence that you are, that flows within you, the infinite supply that flows within you. And I'm just going to say from my perspective, this is what I trust. I trust the light that flows within me that contains all infinite possibilities, all of my resources all of the divine intelligence that supports me. That's where I'm gonna reference what I trust. I trust my light. And as I trust the light that flows within me, that trust reflects onto all my grids, all my systems that function in this realm. And the trust reflects into this realm as things I can trust. Information I can trust, people I can trust, relationships I can trust. But I'm not gonna give my trust away. I'm gonna hold it within my beam of light because everything I hold within my beam of light is what I'm inviting to reflect into this realm is my experience of myself. So if I desire trust, if I desire flow, I'm gonna bring, retrieve all that trust and flow I placed outside of me, bring it back to my beam, reembed it there, reference it there, and then invite my higher self to amplify even more trust and flow within my being. And then we invite a balancing and stabilizing of your energetic fields and updating of all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and are perceived, deep breath in. So this is an example of a rewiring and you can do that with any quality. You can replay this and you can do that with any other quality that you feel like disempowered in relationship to or that you don't have. Oh, well, if I'm not experiencing myself as having it, then I've probably given it away at some point out here, <laughs> given my power away, given my light away to an external something, let me get it back. And so this is, this is where we really begin, the rubber meets the road, where we really begin to reclaim ourselves as our sovereign being of light that emanates directly from source, we're not separate. We are experiencing ourselves as separate because we've taken that trust and put it out here and it appears to be separate, but it never was. Bring it back. Or maybe it's freedom that we gave away, or maybe it's empowerment that we gave away. Maybe it's our authority to choose for ourselves that we gave away. Whatever it is, whatever responsibility you gave away, get it back.
0: Beautiful, thank you. That was powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is, we can, you know, get it back, you know, once we identify what it is that we might be missing or lacking or not have enough of, we can come back to our, our own pillar of light. And it's, a, it's, it felt to me more like a, a reattunement of that quality or virtue
1: mm-hmm. or, or energy. Yeah, yes, beautiful. exactly. And then when we then when we let this integrate, and we then revisit this idea of being swimming in uncertainty. It's like, Oh, well, I can swim in uncertainty when I'm trusting the light that flows within me and not trusting the outer world to sustain me or to be my support or my mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not where the support lives. It doesn't live out here. So if we're energetically unconsciously referencing it out here, then it's really challenging to dive into uncertainty because we don't feel supported to do that. We don't feel safe. We don't trust appropriately um, the light that flows within us to be our source of all of
0: those Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Good, thank you. So um, I know I forgot to mention at the beginning (laughs) <laughs> if you have a question for Amaji, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Amaji, we have some people with their hands raised already. And I think there was another question in the chat, which I think, um, so Ange was asking, what would describe this full welcoming? I choose to be open and willing to be at one with this. This is what I want. So part of that was what we just did,
3: right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
1: yeah, and, and it may be other another facet of it to uncover, you know, as you navigate through any um, asking, mm-hmm. there can be different layers to it. There can be different layers to it. So you start with the layer that shows itself first, oh, the trust piece. Mm-hmm. Let me amplify the trust that flows within me and retrieve where I'm referencing what I actually trust, what I'm actually being invited to trust as a being of light. I've never been invited to trust anyone or anything else, anyone else's point of view, but the light that flows within me, the knowing that's what I trust. I trust mm-hmm. the light from source. And then there may be, and we alluded to it in the conversation and the conversations that we have tend to flow in this way, maybe support Have I given responsibility for my support away out here? Money, job, parents, whatever. We could have done it when we were a child, given all the responsibility for being supported to our parents. Mm -hmm. And so we're not holding that responsibility appropriately for us supporting ourselves, using the light that flows within us to do that, right? Letting the light that flows within us be the source of that support to maintain and sustain us. And it can be our body, Dave is doing it because we have these beautiful body elementals that we ride with that um, are really ultimately responsible for the physical manifestations of sustainability. And so we can invite, we'll just do that now, our higher selves, our body, Davis, higher selves, and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to, to locate all the support that we gave away, that we're referencing out here, the responsibility for support that we gave away, retrieve all that back to us, holding it at the level of our higher self, at our divine spark level, keep retrieving it. And any energetic fabric of support that you gave to someone else trying to support them, recognize that our energetic fabric of anything doesn't work for anyone else, it only works for us because we're each unique expressions of the divine. We have our unique systems that are calibrated a certain way. So when you weave a fabric of support for yourself over lifetimes because you're masters of your in your own right, or you wouldn't be in this session. Um, When you try to give it to someone else, it's not calibrated for them. So it doesn't work for them. And then we don't have it in our beam to reflect as support for ourselves. So you can begin to retrieve all that energetic fabric that you've given away as well in all incarnations, inviting your higher self to do that. Again, it's a request. So higher self, will you retrieve all the energetic fabric that I gave away? hey, Deva, will you do this too for yourself? And then you can begin retrieving all those resources that are literally like things you left behind, thinking it would help someone else, it didn't help someone else, and now you don't have it to support you. So we're just retrieving all that. It's really a vibration, a resonance, an energetic fabric that's unique to you, and then clean it, recalibrate it, re-embed it in your energetic fields appropriately. Invite your higher self, Body Davis, higher self, and teams to amplify more support within themselves appropriately. And then deep breath in, shake out, reboot into the new. It's like literally syncing up. Okay, update all grades, all reference points. This is where I am now. I have my energetic fabric of support back. And you may need to revisit that a few times. It's like with any spiritual um, process, it takes the illusion of time. It takes Mm -hmm time to retrieve all this stuff back, just like it took the appearance of time to give it away in separation consciousness, where we thought it was helpful to be the source for someone else. And now we're remembering, oh, I'm not the source for anyone else. Source is source. Let source be their source. I'm going to let source be my source. And I'm going to begin to really focus on me, work on me, model how to reference from a place of oneness what's possible so that everyone else can remember too and that's really being of the greatest service at this time because that's the step humanity's on is wiring from the codependent separation consciousness back into oneness and we're the forerunners we said we'll go first we'll show humanity how it's done and then it's it'll it'll be more contagious as time goes on
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> beautiful thank you good mm-hmm. Um, all right, so do you want to take some questions from sure. folks that have their hands raised? Linda, go ahead. you want to unmute yourself? Yes.
2: Hi, Amaji. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Alara
1: for bringing her in. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is this have to be done on a daily basis then they asking? So it's interesting. It can be. I ask for something every single day. Um, and the reason is, we, it's like, it's, it's about, it's really the question of how much do you want to accelerate your journey back into the rewiring? Um, when, whenever I notice a reflection of a discordant something, I do a check-in because I know this is the reflection, the physical realm is the reflection. So I use it as that. It's like, okay, if I'm noticing a scarcity here or a lack here or a, something not of love here, what's that about? And I do an inner inquiry, and I check in with me, and I check in with my body, Deva, and I say, oh, are we feeling disconnected? Are we feeling not supported? Are we feeling not safe? Are we feeling not loved? What's the piece? And so for me, and where I am right now, and what I'm working through, it's mostly working with where body, my body, Deva, is still wired into a lot of survival or separation. And so... I will literally ask it if it's willing, if it's feeling disconnected or it's feeling like it's afraid it's not going to have love or whatever it is, body deva, are you referencing that love outside of you? Are you expecting this one out here to be the source of it? Or is it appreciation or is it validation? And then I literally do the process that we've done now, I think twice, to bring, help the body deva, and I do it with the body deva, bring all our reference points for love, if it's love. And acceptance off of everyone and everything back to our beam let's allow source to be that source of love and acceptance let's source it at source level invite ourselves to activate more of it there fire everyone and everything outside of us for being responsible for loving and appreciating us let's love and appreciate ourselves let's let source love and appreciate us from a pure perfect place of unconditional love and then because we feel that need within ourselves and the body deva does too it's not looking for it out here anymore. It doesn't try to wire into the codependent patterns anymore. And it's a process. It's a process to learn, to relearn our natural state. So yes, I do it every day, but I, I will bounce around with, okay, what's showing up now? And so it can be for some, it, every, each of us is unique. There can be one piece that you really wanna work because you've maybe had your whole life where you haven't felt supported. Maybe that's the piece. And so you work every single day, retrieving your fabric of support, retrieving responsibility for supporting you, activating more support within yourself, inviting your body and teams to do it too, because that helps create a cohesive group field where you're all holding the appropriate energetic stance of supporting at source level. And then it's contagious. So it's helpful. It helps you hold it for yourself. Is that helpful? Yes, it is. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. And again, we would circle back to what we said before. It's like we're always choosing in every moment. So we can choose to choose consciously what we're actually inviting. Mm-hmm. Could awesome. could we do it through uh, like
2: all time and all space and all realities and parallel universes?
1: <coughs> yes. So we don't have to continually ask the same questions?
0: Hmm. She's trying to bypass. She's trying to get
1: a a quick fix. I know. And this is the paradox. (laughs) Trust me, Linda, I get you because I love efficiency. It's one of the things that I deeply value. It's like, let me be efficient with this. But what I get shown over and over again, what the Council of Light shows me is that the rewiring of our consciousness is a process. And it takes the appearance of time because we're literally anchoring the new perceptions, the new ways of being. And so it's like, we we almost it's like we're on a tightrope and we, we can ask to be on the tightrope. And then we'll, after a few days, we'll veer off. <laughs> oh. And they're showing me the reason for that is, much of the reason for that is, is that we love to belong. Our body, Davis love to belong. So 95, 98%, 98% they're saying of the planet is not, practicing being on the Mm tightrope the way we're the way we're teaching now the sovereignty the sourcing everything (laughs) within meeting my own needs so we start to try to fall into the old patterns because that's what others are doing so when we consciously cultivate it every single day it keeps us on the tightrope and it's easier to maintain and sustain okay thank
0: you and it's not like it's like a half an hour process it's like less than two minutes so you can make it part of your daily morning practice. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, good question. All right, Marianne, you want to end yourself. Marianne. Hello. Marianne. We can't okay. hear you. You want to talk? Try and say something. You are unmuted, but we're not hearing you.
3: So, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm listening and and hearing that. Um, to make my light. Uh, and source, be the, um source of love. And yesterday I was talking to um, my my Sundance chief and um, I came away from that that meeting really feeling sad. And it's like the expectation that you have to keep proving yourself. And, And I was just Empty and Mm -hmm. and I had no more to give. Mm -hmm. And take
1: a deep breath in, sweetheart. We're looking. And I was
3: tired of giving.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in that dialogue, was there a piece where you felt like the words the words are challenging sometimes but it feels like a perception of not worthy to some degree like it's never going to happen for me i'm just i must not be good enough does that resonate or what are the words that do
3: yes that's true okay it's a, i mean i know i have a lot of gifts Mm -hmm. and I've done a lot with those gifts to help humanity, help the earth, um, help my family. And it's never enough.
1: Okay, deep breath in sweetheart, feel what you're feeling. This is, this is huge. Are you ready to get your power back? Deep breath in. So as healers, as light workers, many times what we do is there's a perception that, and I just saw this the other day on Facebook, and I (laughs) oftentimes on Facebook, I want to rewrite some of the sayings that people are passing around (laughs) from a different perspective. It's like, oh, can we look at that through oneness and not separation? So the perception we're going to say in separation consciousness of when you have a gift especially a spiritual gift you're supposed to just give it away and use it on everyone else and not for you it's not for you it's to give away deep breath in and can you feel how if you have now this is going to this is going to push some buttons because we recognize many of you have this perception uh, so just take a deep breath and hold the space for whatever is triggered for you to come up. Do my best to, to give this words in a way that doesn't create a dissonance. When you have a spiritual gift, that's part of what you are as an emanation of source. The appropriate way to be in relationship with that gift is to intend to be Be it, be, from oneness. Just be it, not give it, because as soon as we set up that construct, now we set ourselves up as the source for others. You are not the source for others. Can we show you what we mean by that? This is going to sound weird to the mind at first. Source is their source. Now, we can be the vehicles for certain things to express in this realm. But when we set ourselves up energetically, unconsciously, even even intellectually, as the source of this for someone, now we're, we're in effect, energetically, this is what happens in the matrix of consciousness, now... We're taking the place of source in that energetic blueprint. They're going to wire into us to be the source. And now we're in separation consciousness. We're functioning from separation consciousness. And guess what? Because we're not the source for them. We're only the source for ourselves, which sounds really weird. But we can only receive that which is calibrated for us to use to maintain and sustain ourselves. They're meant to source from source directly. We can show them how to do that. We can be a vehicle of certain things to support them in stepping into their own empowerment. Deep breath in. But when we set ourselves up to be the source and they wire into, the, into us as that, we create the reflection of scarcity. It's never enough. Again, unconsciously, we're not doing this intentionally on purpose but it's because we're agreeing with separation consciousness, which functions in lack all the time. There's never enough. So it's a reflection of that. It's a reflection of the separation consciousness. So can we show you how to wire your energetic fields where you're only being the source for you, you're not setting yourself up as source for anyone else, and you just show up to be that vehicle let source hold the responsibility for them. You're not taking responsibility for them, for their healing, for their well-being, for their evolution, for their freedom, for their peace, for their uh, vitality, for anything. That's not your job. Can we show you how to give all the responsibility back to them at the level of their higher selves? Good. Inviting your body David, to do the same. And this is radical. We know for many of you, this is a very radical teaching because we show up with these gifts and aren't I supposed to give them away and be the source? And we would say you're supposed to be the gift. There's a difference between setting yourself up as a source and just being the gift, showing up as the gift, letting them and their body devas hold responsibility for themselves because it's very empowering for them. When we take responsibility for another, we're disempowering the other. So we're going to show you what we mean by that. And again, inviting your higher selves, Body Davis, higher selves, and teams to work with the energetic fields and the guides to locate any energetic responsibility you're holding for anyone else for being the source for them, source of healing, source of safety, source of support, source of empowerment, the source of freedom, source of truth, wisdom, anything returning all responsibility back to everyone else, letting them hold it, and then sending appropriate energetic information that you have for them to them at the level of their higher selves. Because for many of us healers, as we show up in this world, we have information for most of our clients, most of the people that, that come to receive support from us, they're functioning from codependence. We don't have to agree to those paradigms We can send them information, return responsibility back, encouraging them to hold responsibility for themselves, make sure you return all their empathic bundles, all their bundles they try to give you to shift for them, because you're more evolved than them, so they're going to try to give you their bundles. And that's not your responsibility either. You cannot shift someone else's bundles. That's fuel for their evolution. Inviting you at the level of your higher self, body Davis, higher self, and teams to return all those energetic bundles back to every single soul and every single incarnation that you took responsibility for, or thought you needed to take responsibility for. They gave responsibility to you thinking that was the way to do it. Wasn't done, it wasn't done with ill intentions. It was done thinking, oh, this is what we do. We find a more evolved soul and we unload our bundles on them. And that's not the divine design, that's separation consciousness. So deep breath in. So we invite an upgrading of those healing paradigms where we thought we needed to take another stuff in order to heal them. Doesn't work. We can't shift. It's not calibrated for us. Their stuff is not calibrated for us. And it's actually calibrated perfectly for that soul for them to shift themselves. It's fuel for their evolution. So if we take that bundle from them, they just have to go get more. So it actually slows down the evolutionary process. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I know that now. Deep breath in. It's not helpful. The sacrifice-based paradigms of healing were never helpful. Are you willing to retire all of that? And deep breath in turning, retiring, rewiring appropriately into the oneness-based paradigms of healing, which is source is my source, source is everyone's source. I'm going to let source be everyone's source, inviting everyone to connect to their own healing source, their own spiritual power, and to be the source. And I can be the reflection of that support, of that love, of that healing to the degree that feels appropriate in that moment. I'm going to let source guide me. I'm going to let impulses guide me. And in the meantime, I'm going to focus on wiring into the matrix of what it is to be the gift that I am, rather than the other, we're not going to say the words, we don't want to bring that forward again, deep breath in. There's another layer here. So give us a moment. Okay, the other piece is when we're a healer or a light worker, even a person that everybody's drawn to because, you know, that person in the grocery store line where everybody spills their guts to you because they feel safe in your presence, they feel the light that you are. It's okay to be that. It's okay to be the space. That's what we're meant to be is the space to hold the space for others to go through what they go through. Where we get tangled is we try to be the source for them to a certain degree of the safety of the peace of the support or whatever it is the recognition the validation of them and when we choose from that place we take responsibility for them then we take their bundles and oftentimes the other kind of step that happens is we try to give them our energetic fabric of our mastery which could be peace which could be our healing fabric, our support, our light, to some degree. And again, your light is not calibrated for another. If they are at a much different place on the mountain than you are, and you place your light on them, it can actually really be too intense for them. It's not helpful. So you can invite, instead of giving your light to them or giving your support for them, you can invite their higher selves to activate more support for them from source. That's a much more honoring way. And it's free will based because you're not telling their higher self to do it. You're inviting their higher self to do it. And you're going to stand in their presence. This is the, the, the oneness based version of it. Stand in their presence and you're going to demonstrate how to source support within your beam while you're in their presence. It's almost like learning a dance. This is, these are the steps I do to, to source support within me. And you have an infinite supply of support within you. You can source too. And that's it just show them not attached to them doing it when we get attached to them doing it we want for them and then we place our energy on them again it's like our control energy our creative energy starts to flow on them. So we're going to do a step here to retrieve. And this is pretty big for many of you. As you're willing to choose this for you, we invite you at the level of your higher self body Davis higher self and teams. To retrieve all your energetic fabric of wanting, desire, creativity, control. Your energetic fabric of your gifts, your wisdom, your mastery that you placed on another at any time in any incarnation. Retrieve it. doesn't work for them. So just retrieving all that energetic fabric back, all those energetic threads of your mastery, your gifts, your wisdom off of them. Clean it, recalibrate it, reweave it in your own energetic fields to the degree that's appropriate for your current level of consciousness, inviting you to also review at the level of your higher self, body, Davis, higher self, all the spiritual lessons you were meant to learn through those codependent patterns, those codependent experiences of giving away all your resources from a place of sacrifice or depletion. Activating all those vibrations of all those spiritual lessons now. In the appropriate incarnations, in the appropriate timing, in the appropriate order, reflecting it into this now moment, and then updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and are perceived. And then the last piece here for you, Marianne, specifically for this, what we were working with was more of the group energy and being shown how this was affecting everyone in different ways. The piece that you spoke to had to do with worth, had to do with Literally, what we contend to do, and this isn't a judgment, it's just an awareness, and I used to do this, place our kind of reference points for our worth on our gifts. Literally, this is the source of my worth, my gifts, are this like me being able to do this is how I prove my worth, is how I be uh, of value in this realm. And so what if you're actually of value? regardless of what you do or don't do, regardless of your gifts or no gifts, regardless of what you express or don't express, regardless of how many souls you appear to interact with in this realm. Your worth, your value is inherent and it is infinite. Can we show you how to reference your worth, your value appropriately, there you go, on what you are in truth, what you are, what you be, not what you do. There you go, bring all those reference points for your worth and your value off of everyone and everything outside of you, off of all your accomplishments, you're out of the future, right? When I heal 700,000 people, I'll be worthy, whatever it is, right? And releasing all the teachings, anything we were taught, just letting that go, returning all that to sender with love and consciousness, activating the mastery of those lessons. I know my worth, my worth is eternal. It is infinite, it is within me and it has nothing to do with what I express or don't express in this realm. So just rewiring into that. We're watching that now. Yeah, your worth is, whoa, massive. Connect to that. It's like we try to gauge our worth or value through maybe sometimes other people's opinions of us or what shows up in this realm. And that's such a small trickle of the river of worth that we are. So it doesn't ever feel like enough. We're never gonna to get to our worth that way. Let's reference our worth internally and vertically in this massive multi-dimensional, infinite oh, mastery of me that is emanating straight from source that is infinitely worthy. And so activating that within you now to the degree that you choose. Updating your matrix appropriately, your grids appropriately, to reflect this new referencing of your worth, your value internally and vertically and recognize that any conversations we had in the past may have just been showing us where we had wonky reference points for worth all over the place, and we just needed to bring them back. So forgiving and releasing anyone in the past or any conversations of the past that made us feel unworthy. We think it's they're being mean to us. No, they're actually being a reflection showing us where we've misplaced our value, reference points for value. And and thank you for showing me. Now I know how to reference my value appropriately. I'm so grateful. There we go. Deep breath in. Updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive. Good. How do you feel now, Marianne? And we, we're not able to hear you. It's so interesting.
3: But better, I, way better. There we I go. Can feel more of my worth and, um, or peace.
0: Uh Awesome,
3: good. Thank you, Marianne.
0: Oh, come on. (laughs) It's okay, I can mute you. (laughs) Awesome, all right, so uh, Destiny, that was a huge one that we just did with Marianne. Uh, Destiny, you wanna unmute yourself?
1: Yeah, and while that's happening, everyone just take some deep breaths, because that was big.
0: Yeah, that was big.
1: Hey, can you hear me?
0: Yep,
2: go ahead. Wow, um, that was that was awesome, actually, because that hit me like right home. It hit me right home. Um, <clears throat> the weird, really um, interesting thing that I just realized was, okay, well, let me go into my question here, but then I hit back to that but what did I give my power away to like I have this attachment and specifically where did I give my power to him like was it to allow him to make decisions specifically where did I give my power away to this attachment
1: okay what we're going to speak to is more general here at first and then we'll okay We'll maybe ask you another question. So whenever we feel attached to another soul or another being in a specific way, there's like a special relationship going on and part of us knows, okay, there's something interesting going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Many times it can be simply that we took responsibility for them in another lifetime. They took responsibility for us in another life or this lifetime. Or, and we have information for them we haven't given them yet energetically. And that's a, a simple request. Higher self, body, David's higher self, team, send them his body, his team, him or her, body, David, teams, all the energetic information we have for them, where they have the capacity to receive it. And I'm already feeling a shift happening. Because souls will keep, if we have information for them that can support their evolutionary process, they're not going to go away. They're like, I would like that information, please. And the other piece could, is there any way we took responsibility for them? So if we've taken responsibility for another soul, for their safety, for their support, for them being a certain way, wanting them to be a certain way, that's all synonymous with taking responsibility for them energetically. They're going to want to get that responsibility back. So they're also going to have this special, interesting relationship and maybe even be a little angry with us and volatile with us. And that's again, this dimension is a reflection of what's happening in other dimensions. So does it resonate that you may have taken responsibility for him or wanted for him?
2: Um, it does, as well as he has done things for me too, because this has been going on for lifetimes and lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that I'm at this point now where I'm just like, okay, what the hell am I supposed to learn from this? Cause I'm just tired of this thing. Yeah. terrorizing me
1: yeah and so what if the learning is oh it's not helpful to take responsibility for others to give <laughs> my responsibility away yeah. what if that's the learning, right it's like i'm ready to graduate from separation consciousness cool oh
2: my gosh, that is so huge that is so huge because literally just over the last couple of days i have been feeling this um oblig- obligatory Uh, energy and literally cleared the obligation to all of of my family members and it's so weird because the minute I did that like all my family members were like on me like like they knew that I cut the cords with it
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and they were all freaking out
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and so are you comfortable doing a process where we energetically locate any responsibility you're still holding for any of them or him um, and we'll kind of go through and do some different layers here.
2: Yeah. But can I tell you one thing? This is mm-hmm. what I noticed when I mentioned, when I started clearing the responsibilities We the, the last process, it was like the responsibility for my daughter and taking my energy back from my daughter. Then it was like that attachment started to place this guilt on me. Like, oh, you're taking it from your daughter. You can't do that. You're her mother. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So that's Mm -hmm. what he did. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's yeah. So it's got me in a place of feeling like, like I can't.
1: Yeah. So deep breath in around that awareness. Okay. I'm noticing there's guilt here. And now we would ask the question. Like I'm obligated
2: because I'm her mother.
1: Yeah. And is that your grid? That contains guilt and those th- belief systems, or is that ancestral? It's or ancestral. It's okay, ancestral. Good. Oh,
2: so, are you willing to return gratitude. that
1: back to them, please, along with all relevant and appropriate energetic information? Mm. So, we're just going to invite you, at the level of your higher self, body, Davis, higher self, and teams, to work with the energetic fields and the guides to energetically locate any grids. This is for everybody and aren't compatible with your essence, that contain guilt, fear, mechanisms of separation consciousness that perpetuate mechanisms of separation consciousness. In other words, we can't move into a higher vibration and function from oneness, because it's not okay, because it's not loving, because it's not um, how things should be, and that obligation energy, and inviting a reinterpretation of that Bring in some energetic information for all of us to reinterpret our relationship with all of that. First, show you who you are without it. Showing the body Deva how it, it's because like the body Deva has a yearning to really want to be part of the tribe because that's survival for it in the past. So just helping the body Deva bring in its own energetic downloads around this where It recognizes the connection and belonging it deeply craves actually don't live in the tribe and neither does the safety and the support. It actually lives in your pillar of light, Bodhi Deva, and your pillar of light is a soul. So you each have your own pillars of light. Breath in, referencing that safety, that connection, that belonging, that support within your pillar of light, activating more of it there. Be the source of it for yourself. Meet your needs within your core, within your light. Activate more of it there. Fire everyone and everything outside of you from being the source of it, from being responsible for it. Bring all the responsibility for you having those qualities back to you holding it at the level of your higher self. Deep breath in. Okay, now inviting you at the level of your higher self, body, Davis, higher self, and teams to return all grids of separation consciousness that aren't yours back to their right and perfect place along with all relevant and appropriate energetic information to them at the level of their higher selves where they have the capacity to receive it. Re- returning all empathic sensations that are theirs back to them, belief systems, ways of being, so deep cleaning here. We're going to go kind of slow because this mm-hmm. is a lot. Anything you're holding on behalf of humanity, we return that back to humanity at the level of its higher self? Letting them hold responsibility for themselves, for their own evolution, for their own freedom, for their own love, for their own support, for their own safety, for their own empowerment. Giving all the responsibility back to them. In all time frames and dimensions, so any lifetime where it occurred that you took responsibility for anyone else, inviting this energetic aspect of you, body Davis too, to go back in time to literally give it back in the appropriate time frame and time spiral continuum, where they have the capacity to receive the responsibility back, sending appropriate energetic information for everyone you have information for in the appropriate timing in the appropriate order. Inviting them at the level of their higher selves in those end of life reviews to activate all vibrations of all spiritual lessons to the degree that they choose, but not attached to them doing it. And then taking a moment to retrieve all responsibility that you gave away at any point in time back off of everyone and everything for your peace, your freedom, your love, your empowerment, your evolution, your clarity, your wisdom, your having that connection, that belonging, that safety, that support, retrieve that responsibility back, holding it at the level of your higher self, body gave us for themselves, teams for themselves, guides for themselves. If we've got any crosswires wires there. Only attached and responsible for you, being the source for you, letting them be the source for themselves at source level so that oneness can rebirth into this dimension. Yay, oneness taking a moment to forgive and release everyone involved for any appearances of transgressions, recognizing that the cross boundaries, the the codependent patterns were all part of the learning. So we activate all vibrations of all spiritual lessons of that learning now in the recognition of, oh, that's what I'm inviting, the awareness for myself is to only hold responsibility for me because that's the divine design. It's how we're intended to function Doesn't mean I can't be a vehicle for something for someone else, but it will come from a very different place and definitely not from obligation or fear or lack. Bring in your own energetic grids now of how to function in the ways of being in oneness, restoring your divine blueprint back to its natural state to the degree that's appropriate for your current evolutionary step. So you may have a grid system coming in that is a bit of of a stone while you integrate that. And then you can do this protocol again, listen to this recording again, three months, six months from now and receive your next level of it, whatever you're ready for. So as we acclimate to higher and higher octaves of consciousness, it's similar to when we're underwater and we're swimming to the surface, we wanna do it at a certain pace. So we don't get the bends, right? So we gently gracefully integrate each next higher octave until we eventually get to the surface of the water into what we are, deep breath in. Balancing and stabilizing, you invite a balancing and stabilizing of all your energetic fields and a reconfiguration, a recalibration of your energetic systems into this very different climate of energy. Updating all grids, all reference points, all ways in which you perceive and are perceived, and inviting everyone to also ground even deeper. Deeper roots, deeper roots, deeper roots, because anytime we go up this many octaves, we want to ground the shift so we can maintain and sustain it in this realm. Good. Shake out, reboot. Thank you, Destiny. Whoa. <laughs> Woo.
2: yeah that was an overall that was huge oh my gosh thank you so much
1: you're welcome yeah you're welcome the guides are saying the one thing you might want to just be conscious of it's like again not from judgment just from awareness just notice this is something I still work on for me where we tend to want for others thinking it's helpful Because anytime we want for someone, energetically, we're literally taking a tentacle of attachment and placing it on them, which then opens the door for the codependent patterns to run. So just be mindful of of only wanting for you, only being attached to what you choose for you, not attached or responsible for anyone else. And that will help you to maintain and sustain this. Awesome. Wow. Good.
0: Thank you, Destiny. Oh my gosh, that was great. Ah, ah, wonderful thank you (laughs) all right um yeah that was awesome can I share one
1: thing real quick yeah I just want to share because and this is going back to to not even the last one the one before it just came forward uh, Marianne's it's like you know what when I show up to share I show up to share because it's fun for me to do Mm -hmm. it's like I don't It's and it's. This took a while to train myself to always before session. I always put their higher self, your higher selves, in charge of you. Like I'm not responsible for what you receive or don't receive. I'm only responsible for being what I am, and you know, receiving guidance. That's it. And I just have fun. So, so this is to help those of you who've maybe been running the old paradigms of healing and like showing up thinking you're somehow responsible for what happens for others. You're not, let source hold that responsibility and just have fun, just enjoy it. Just be in the energies of, for many of you, it's like if you just focus on being in the ecstasy, of Mm -hmm. being what you are, being in your gifts, swimming in your gifts, let it be about
0: that. Yeah, beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely, thank you. Good, so um, I know we still have some more questions in the chat and we'll see if we can get to them in uh, a few minutes. But I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, look at my face, it's so red. I don't know what's going on. Um, God, I don't know. I don't know. It looks weird. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about the package that you have for us this time. So, for those of you who can, the link is um, alar.at forward slash show forward slash 6 I will put it in the chat here as well. But can you tell us a little bit about? Um, about this package and it's new. It's always new. Every time it's new.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I do my best to change it up so that you have access to something a little more. current. You know, I try to do more current things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is all about empowered evolution, this package. And when I connected to what would support this audience in in the best and highest way at this time, that was the series I was shown. And it's all recordings. of the series that was offered, I believe it's um, the first piece, item one is the navigating the current of change in an empowered way. And so that's really the name of the game right now. It's like, how, how can we ride the waves of change, which we know we're in the midst of in the most grace and ease filled, empowered way possible. And that's what the series is all about. It's, it's bringing forward the The rememberings and again it's six six recordings i believe they're 90 minutes each six
0: um
1: it's like bringing forward the the pieces the layers of how to rewire our energetic blueprint into the trust which we looked at today but even deeper how do we even trust more deeply Um, the grace the ease the flow the knowing of who we are in truth beyond appearances so that it's like literally anchoring in the freedom the flow the empowerment the trust i'm asking there's another there's a few more qualities they're showing me like seven or eight Mm -hmm. (laughs) the mastery of what we are the safety the support so that when we begin or as we walk through this corridor of change that we're in that we know we're going to be in the midst of for some time during this transition we can actually be attuned energetically in our sovereignty because we're in our sovereignty we're in our beam we're not attached to responsible for anyone else we've literally rewired ourselves to run vertical as an emanation of source consciously and unconsciously we're always we always have access to the highest potentials in every moment it's like a rhythm where the question that was asked earlier in the chats, like, well, do we have to keep asking for this? This series helps you literally retrain your energetic fields, and it's meant to be done over time, right? So it was offered six weeks um, when we did it originally, Um to rewire your energetic fields so that you're pulsing in the present moment to the highest potentials in every moment. You're you're connected, you're in connection, so you're receiving accurate guidance, the act- accurate impulses from the coherent octaves of dimensions, not the discordant octaves of what's actually leaving the planet. And so it's, it's a package that's really kind of covers all angles of the ascension we're in the midst of and how to consciously choose in favor of what this time is for which is rewiring our consciousness back into oneness, remembering who we are in truth and functioning as that oneness with source, not choosing from the old lack, separation-based place, while we're, we're activating the mastery of the lessons that we learned in separation consciousness. So we're not in resistance to what's leaving. We're not in resistance to what has been. So there's like a forgiveness piece to this where we're, we move into a neutrality, we move into the transcendence of the polarities, we integrate all of that, because that's a really big piece of doing, being able to shift and sustain the shift. If we haven't integrated the polarities, the shadow, we can't maintain and sustain a shift. We can We can be in the joy and the freedom for a few days, but then something happens to trigger us that pulls us back into a lower identification simply because we haven't integrated that unconscious mm, i see it as a ball of energy in our energetic fields from 10 lifetimes ago and so there's a there's a conscious way to walk our path where we're not afraid to feel the sadness or the fear as a means to integrate it in order to go to the higher octave which is and maintain it sustain it, mm-hmm. which is what the next two recordings that are offered in this package help you do specifically. It's contained within the series itself, but then I made two specific shorter recordings that you can use every single day if you want to process and integrate any emotional content, any triggers. They're both a little bit different. So one may resonate more than the other. Or you may alternate them. They both do a little bit different kind of angle at how it approaches the integration, how it approaches it. But it's reminding us and it's modeling the energetic stance of how to be the witness for whatever is expressing, whatever's coming up, so that it can be felt fully merged with, integrated, and in some cases, returned to sender mm-hmm. if it was never yours.
0: Awesome. So all of, so these, the, the six recordings, they're meant to be listened to once a week, right?
1: I would recommend taking at least a week between so that you have time to integrate. You know, a lot of times when we're receiving, we forget to give ourselves that time Mm -hmm. to integrate what we've received before we try to go up the mountain a little more, up the ladder a little more, however you perceive it. Um, And so... The whole just to just to clarify to everyone, there's six 90-minute recordings, and then there's two additional shorter recordings, so eight total.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome, good. And so the the other two pr- uh, processes you can use anytime, every day. And that's part of the daily ritual, daily practice, right? Yes, um, and
1: they they represent something that it's a different version of what I used initially, but mm-hmm. I that was my main tool for the first five, six years of my own spiritual evolution was this processing technique that I share in my own unique way. Um, and it's been expanded since, you know, 15, 20 years, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but these are fundamental tools. The guides are saying to your expansion, your evolution.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. And so the this package is available at alara.at forward slash show slash omaji six. And it's also available in the two payment plan of $72 a month. Uh, yeah, $72 for two payments. Right. So that again, please do take a look at it. And again, remember, you know, this today what we did uh was just a tip of the iceberg for what Omaji is capable of sharing with us, you know, working with us. Um, just some of the stuff that came through today was like, wow, awesome, so powerful, and so relevant, right? It's so relevant right now. And we since we are going through so much change and transition right now, it is hard to navigate, like we don't, we are in constant uncertainty right now. But again, you know, turn that uncertainty on its head a little bit. And it's, it's like, it's more about being like, okay, what else is possible being in the space of, space of infinite possibilities, right? Instead of oh my God, fear, it's like, okay, wow, what, what else is possible here? What's next, right?
1: Yeah, and you know, you can always abide in the certainty of who you are in truth
0: mm-hmm.
1: and anchor it there. In other words, you're never not really certain. You're always knowing what you are in truth. So we're gonna model that now too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> good, wonderful. I'm so glad that uh, uh, this was helpful for you, Destiny, and, and everybody else as well. Um, do you have time to take one or two more quick questions from the chat?
1: Yeah, we can do, we can do at least one. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm trying. Um, to,
0: there was, there was something I saw here that was, I mean, there's always some. So Jennifer Grace, I think you had posted a couple of questions, Jennifer Grace, but I'll go with this last one because it's easiest to find. Um, can I, or can it be shown how some healing modalities are no longer useful and discerning which ones are now in reference to the healer being the gift?
1: Mm mm-hmm deep breath in so everything evolves who knew right we know we know everything evolves and depending on where you are on the mountain that modality in its current form can be very helpful for a certain level of evolution a certain level of and if you're called to be a practitioner of a certain modality that's serving those at a specific level of consciousness and that feels appropriate for you, by all means, it's helpful. But if you're feeling a nudge, "Mm, I think this needs to evolve a little bit to be in resonance with me, begin to explore that and begin to ask the questions. As we go up the, the spiral staircase, go up the mountain, it's this attitude of being willing to allow our tools consciousness to grow with us to evolve with us to shift Um, there were tools i used originally you know 15 years ago 10 years ago that i don't utilize anymore that at some point i was guided to set down to now reach for the next thing that would resonate with where i am now and if you listen to my teachings 10 years ago 15 they're very different um not extremely but different they've evolved and so it, it's important, they're saying, for you to be willing to allow your tools to evolve with you. And that's simply it, to not get attached to, because the truth, the absolute truth, right? A lot of times we use tools because we think they're, they're an integrity, they're accurate, they're somehow not the source of truth, but they're an integrity with getting people back to truth, back to a certain natural state. And we can actually give power to the tools that the tools don't really have. The power actually belongs with source. Mm -hmm. The tools are just tools. So you can energetically just notice for you, okay, am I giving certain modalities or certain tools authority or power to be the source of something and they're actually just a vehicle? And then again, invite your higher self to rewire you to reference the truth, the integrity within your light and let that reflect onto the tools that you're drawn to and to draw like if you're holding the truth and integrity within you referencing it there it will reflect as the, the tools that are are in integrity with you aligning with greater truth
0: awesome good and so it always comes back to also you know trusting your knowing trusting what feels good to you like do you if you enjoy a certain modality it makes you feel good like you know like you're not tired or drained or uh, or anything like that you know then continue doing it you know but i mean there are lots of modalities i've learned over time some i never use anymore <laughs> right and some i do so it's like it changes it evolves as you evolve cuz you're also growing as well you're also evolving you're also upgrading all the time right so check in with you and trust trust yourself we talked about trust at the beginning right You know, it can mean that Mm -hmm. yes, Omaji is giving her perspective on it, but also what is your knowing,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, more important than the tool is the attitude with which we utilize it. Mm -hmm. So again, we would go back to the idea of let anyone you're a practitioner serving as a practitioner for hold responsibility for themselves, the tool isn't responsible, the modality isn't responsible, you're not responsible, their higher self is. And so that attitude, that intention is is really the piece we would highlight.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, exactly. What is your intention when you are using that tool, right? To, you know, assist with people. And for me, you know, I always, you know, like, I always say, it's like, you know, let it be for the highest good of the person who I'm working with, or the group that I'm working with, you know? The information or energies that are flowing through me come from source from the highest possible vibration and light of source so it's like you know i, I kind of take i take to take a little bit of a step back you know and let their higher selves do the work <laughs> and 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 do the receiving as much as they can or as possible for them at this time and i leave it up to that right there are, i'll be honest there are some days where it's like oh I wish I could like, you know, do this better, or you know, I wish I could like make them understand what I'm trying to say, you know. <laughs> we all have our moments like that, right? But on the whole, just be a channel for for the for the light to flow through you to be of assistance to whoever needs it in front of you.
1: Right? Yeah. 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 And you know, as we begin to remember more of our multidimensional capacities we can remember that there's an energetic conversation going on far beyond, far beyond the mind. And we can use our intention to send them energetic information that doesn't need to make sense to the conscious mind, which takes what we're doing in this dimension and it just amplifies it awesome. phenomenally.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully that answered your question, um, Jennifer Grace. I think it was but thank you all right so i wanted to ask a really uh, a quick question before before we go omaji and that's just a little question about you know we're now in middle of june the solstice is coming up this weekend the full moon is next week it's been intense right Mm -hmm. it's been crazy for a while and you know the whole covid thing is still going on whatever but um you know, between now and I'm, you know, what I'm getting is the eight eight portal. There's a lot happening. So, yes, can you give us any insight and what we can do to have more ease with that?
1: Okay. Well, again, the short answer. We'll, just, we'll start with the short answer first. So, they're bringing in some energetic downloads. And you can think of this as the cliff notes to the series Mm -hmm. is how to hold your energetic stance in what you are in truth, regardless of what's showing up in the outer and to anchor into that. I know who I am in truth. I am a being of light emanating from an infinite source. I'm so supported, so safe, so loved, so empowered, so free. It's already happening. And I allow myself to reference that truth of what I am and to allow it to ripple through my beam of light down into this realm. To anchor that, to ground that into this realm in my own unique way. Invite my body, David, to do this for itself in its own unique way. And every single day, inviting you to remind yourselves of who you are in truth in a conscious way and to make the request to your higher self, your guides, your advisors to support you in remembering that vibrationally, energetically, as an energetic stance. I choose to remember who I am in truth and to hold myself as that to reference myself as that, to reference my identity of me in my pillar of light, not outside of me, not onto circumstances, not in other people's opinions. I know who I am in truth and I'm committed to holding myself in that vibrational stance. And then update all your grids, your reference points into that new configuration deep breath in.
0: Awesome, thank you.
1: And that again is a taste of that series. That's kind, that's the flavor of those energies.
0: Yeah, (laughs) as I was Uh, asking the question, I was getting the answer. Yeah, just get the package. It's all about navigating the the change and the shift that we're having, right? So (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it'll
1: help you stay centered and, and when you're centered in what you are, you call forth, you reflect possibilities and the timeline where life shows up more honoring, is the most honoring expression. And so there is going to be immense change. It's inevitable. It's what, what we signed up for really in this incarnation. So we can actually embrace the change. We can welcome the change while we hold the knowing of who we are in truth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that allows us to navigate it in a very empowered way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you embrace it, you'll, you'll have more ease as well instead of resisting. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I will say, you know, the series that we offered, I, I remember saying this at the time when I offered it, uh, it was offered originally last June, starting in last June, um, that it's going to be timeless. Basically, like you can re-listen to it every single
2: mm-hmm.
1: six six months, you know, every single three months, every single week, you could listen to, you know, the six weeks, you could keep rotating them mm-hmm. indefinitely for the next mm, eight to 10 years. So it's going to be a tool that can support you beyond just the six weeks. Because each time you listen, you receive the next level of you.
0: Yeah, and we're always evolving, right? We're always evolving, uh, yeah. changing. So yeah, absolutely. Wonderful, thank mm-hmm. you. Again, that's available at alara.at for slash show for slash OMAG6. So please do take a look at it. Please get yourself some support, you know, some resources, some tools that you can use at this time. Because, you know, it, you know, we're going to continue going through this shift this change for a while this present this transition for a while so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's available there for you okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) so grateful to be here with everyone today and it's been amazing and i always love collaborating um with groups and and individuals but it's always fun so thank you for for being willing to show up and being willing to choose in favor of your liberation
0: beautiful and thank you everybody for all your questions and comments I know we didn't get to every question but we, we got we, we did some heavy duty work here so please drink some water be gentle with yourself know that you're processing we'll continue to process for a while but at the same time you know like what Omanji said like where are you sourcing right so your source is source your pillar of light your beam of light come back to that Okay, come back to that and then do all the other processes that we did during the show and or get the package and that will help you with even more. Okay, so thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Amaji. I always always so enjoy having you on our show. It's always so wonderful. Always ah ahas, always high vibe, right? And um, yeah, so powerful. So thank you.
1: You're welcome and much love to everyone.
0: And thank you again, everyone. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, radiant health. Tomorrow, just so you know, our show is going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern, not 3 p.m. Eastern, okay? Just so you know, all right? So thank you, thank you, thank you. Much love and blessings, everyone. Bye for now.